Hi everyone, my name is Melanie from Code Academy, and welcome to the MongoDB podcast. Today we will be talking about the Learn MongoDB course, which is brand new at Code Academy, and we'll be getting into how we built this course in partnership with MongoDB. If you're a developer new to working with MongoDB, Code Academy's Learn MongoDB course is a great way to get started. Hosted on the Code Academy platform, the course teaches students the basics of MongoDB and the document model, as well as how to set up a new MongoDB database, perform CRUD operations, and query and analyze data. To learn more about this course on this podcast, we're joined by Melanie and David from Code Academy. Welcome to another episode of the MongoDB podcast. I'm Shane McAllister. I work on the developer advocacy team here at MongoDB. And this episode is all about developer education. And we're really pleased to announce the release of a new Learn MongoDB course created together with Codecademy. And to help us learn more about that, I'm joined by Melanie Williams and David Patlett from Codecademy. So welcome to you both. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you. So. Why don't you, rather than me doing it, why don't you both give a little bit of an intro to yourself? So, Melanie, you know, who are you and what do you do in Codecademy? Yeah, uh, my name is Melanie. I am an associate curriculum developer at Codecademy. So, basically, my work involves um, laying out the scope and sequence of courses and also kind of like auditing existing courses. And a large part of my work on top of kind of like planning out the scope and sequence of courses involves um, writing content. So, kind of creating original content and then also reviewing content um, that others have created. Excellent. Excellent. And David, likewise, uh, introduce yourself. Let us know your role in Codecademy. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm David Patlett. I'm a curriculum manager at Codecademy. And kind of similar to what Melanie was saying, I help support the production of technical courses, although we non-technical topics as well. On one day, we could be writing content. On another day, we could be editing content. Um, and in addition to that, I help manage the team in the web development domain, so specifically around web development topics at Codecademy. Excellent. Well, look, it's a pleasure to have you both on board here for the for this episode. So going to you to David first is, you know, for those that are not familiar with Codecademy, you know, what does Codecademy do? What can I learn there? How long has Codecademy been in existence? And, and tell us a little bit about your platform and, and what you have on that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny because, you know, if you work in the tech space and you've probably, you know, maybe talked to an engineering team, it's likely that somebody has started their journey learning to be a software engineer, whatever their their job is on Codecademy. It, it always happens that, you know, we get these stories from learners about, hey, oh, you know, I came back to Codecademy. I was here like seven years ago before I became a developer. So our platform is one of the largest online interactive platforms where you can learn to code. Although we do other topics, you know, like UI UX and game development. So it's not strictly just programming languages, but it could be anything from a programming language. We do data science, frameworks. I mean, we have a really large catalog 
that we produce for our learners. And we have over 50 million learners in 50 million, wow. 50 million <laughs> hey, uh, that, in, over, <laughs> in over 190 countries. So pretty, pretty worldwide. We have a lot of Indian learners. We have a lot of you know, learners in the United States and really just all over the world. And, you know, we're, we're kind of known as one of the best places to start to learn coding, but we're also a place where you can continue your education. We have a lot of intermediate and advanced courses. And, you know, even though today we might be releasing the first iteration of the Learn MongoDB course, we may have more advanced topics later on that potentially, you know, if you've already been using MongoDB and you're familiar with it, you can upskill and basically learn some more advanced content. So, um, and we have both free and paid offerings. We have a lot of free courses. Some of our more popular courses are like Learn JavaScript and Learn Python 3. So if you're just trying to get started, Codecademy has an option for you. Or if you're looking to do something a little bit more, you know, set, set a path for yourself, some, something like you're already working as a developer and you're looking to upskill your skills. And also if you're just looking to like transition into a career of coding, we have pro plans that have, you know, assessments and other features that will kind of help guide you in your journey, whatever your goal might be. Okay, so your your learning management system, for want of a better word, is like fully featured. So you, you're not just diving in and taking a topic and upskilling on that and disappearing again, you can set a path and a learning plan for yourself if you're upskilling, correct? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a really good summary of it. You know, we, we try to support every kind of learner, you know, I, I think obviously a lot of people out there in the developer community know us as this is where I start to learn coding. But we also have over the last, you know, I, I think we've made great strides over the last, you know, couple of years to really also be the place where you can stick around and learn additional content as you're growing in your career. Maybe you're thinking about switching from a web developer to a data scientist. We can always be that place for you to come back to and kind of think about like, what content do I need to learn and kind of help build that path for you. Excellent. And I, I suppose, look, anybody who is a career developer involved in kind of programming knows that you really just can't rest on your laurels, right? You Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, the information you learned five or six years ago, whilst you might get away with a certain amount of knowledge, you have to keep that, I suppose, fresh all the time. And, and I, Code Academy allows you to do that, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we, we obviously try our best to keep up with the most latest technologies. Obviously, you know, it, it takes a while to produce these courses. So times, sometimes we're a bit slower catching up to like, you know, some of the newer, greater things. But we definitely listen to our learners, hear what they want and try to create the courses that will, you know, be the most impactful. Yeah, and I, I think that's really important because, you know, uh, languages and frameworks fall in and out of fashion a little bit as well, too. And, you know, so if you were super reactive to what's the latest and greatest, you might all of a sudden by the time you've created and developed that, it's it's that's come off the cliff and it's something else that's taken a developer's fancy. How do you join? Do I just jump across to codecademy.com and, and, and join there? Yep. It's pretty much that simple. Go to codecademy.com, sign up for a free account. You get a host of features out of the box. And also you can browse our free offerings for, from the catalog. And then if you're interested, if you're interested in more of that upskilling features and also the career path features, 
you can try our pro plan. We have actually two pro plans. We have pro light, which is more meant for individuals that might be looking to upscale. And then we have uh, just pro, which is meant to be for someone that looking to change their career because we have what are called career paths, which are mm-hmm. kind of these structured offerings where like someone saying, you know, if you're saying something like, I want to become a full stack developer, we will build out an entire syllabus for you based off our current offerings. So you have a, an entire journey to kind of go through. You don't have to worry about like, am I learning the right thing? We will kind of build that for you. And you kind of just take the content and learn it. Wow, excellent. So I, I, I suppose if we move to the topic at hand here, the new Learn MongoDB course, how did that come about? Yeah, absolutely. So MongoDB has been on Codecademy's radar for, uh, for a long time. Obviously, you know, I know and a lot of people in the developer community know that MongoDB is kind of one of the most popular databases in the database sphere or space. We like to think so, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's funny because a lo- we actually had uh, former curriculum developers who've transitioned from roles at Codecademy to MongoDB. So we, all, we actually had this kind of connection already with the MongoDB team internally. Good to hear. And, you know, when we were looking at our roadmap, we typically send out a survey to our learners, maybe like at least twice a year, I would say, where we're asking like, hey, what kind of courses would you like us to create? And MongoDB has pretty much always come up as a top choice. And it happened that our roadmap had a slot open. I was super excited about MongoDB. The team was super excited about MongoDB. So we decided to kind of jump in there and see what that would look like. We reached out to the MongoDB team to kind of communicate our interest to do Mm -hmm. a more formal partnership. Typically, like... With Codecademy, we do our own courses. We don't necessarily reach out to the companies that publish a a specific technology. But in this case, we knew that we already had a really good relationship with some of the folks at MongoDB. So we started those conversations and that naturally evolved into how can we help each other kind of create this course essentially. Good. So it is truly a partnership in terms of of how it was created at first. I suppose what does it cover in a nutshell, Melanie? Like, what are, how many lessons? What is a learner going to go through? How is it structured? Yeah. So it is, I'd like to think of it as kind of like a deep dive into the basics of MongoDB. So in total, I believe we have five lessons, but it's all split up across, um, I believe, seven modules. So a couple of them are kind of like articles that will give you just kind of a rough overview into the basics of a database. So if you've never worked with a database before, a good place to start would be, well, what is a database? How does it work? Why would I ever... So you go back to the beginning, back to the basics. That's great. I mean, I think as as David alludes to there, if people are looking to change career paths, etc., that's that's really important. I know you 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 said there, David, somebody going from a web designer to a data scientist, which was probably a bit of a big jump, but right. that's brilliant, <laughs> Melanie. So it goes back to the basics. So we're we're talking about you know what is you know what is a database, what is a relational database, what's a non-relational database, right? Great. So yeah, the I would say the meat and potatoes of this course is the crud content. So we go over the basics of the four crud operations, which for anyone who might not know what that is, it's create, read, update, and delete. So these are kind of like the four essential operations that any database should be able to perform. And it feels like a great intro into MongoDB. So we 
do a deep dive into how to query a database in MongoDB, um, how to query specifically documents that have arrays. Um, and then we get into the rest of the CRUD operations, which are creating, updating, and deleting. So we talk about how to insert new documents into a collection, how to create a collection, the different ways of updating a document in a collection, and then also how you might want to remove documents from collections. Um, and then I would say um, the last kind of like really big part of it is indexing in MongoDB. So we have a whole module on indexing, and this is kind of getting into slightly more intermediate topics, but topics that could still be really useful for a beginner. And so, yeah, we just kind of try to, to cover like definitely the key essentials that you would want to know when working with any database. And then we kind of give you some extra stuff on top of that um, as far as indexing so that you can kind of like, yeah, have, a, have an idea of some more advanced topics and have a good foundation to kind of like, I guess, go even further in MongoDB. Okay. Okay. So as you said, you don't need any prerequisites to start the Learn MongoDB course. It's starting at a beginner level. So that's brilliant. You can take people who don't know their databases straight in and, and use this. It's not the only database course you have though. So we need to be fair and say you've got NoSQL databases and SQLite database courses as well too. Yeah, definitely. So we have some um, introductory content for SQL. So we have our Learn SQL course, which is mm -hmm. similar to the MongoDB course in that it is like meant for anybody who, from, from anybody who maybe has coding experience and just wants to get involved with databases or maybe has database experience working with other databases, but kind of like wants to learn SQL. So we have that Learn SQL course, which is super foundational. And then mm -hmm. from there, we have more applied courses. So um, we have, you know, different analytics courses where you can learn how to kind of like apply SQL to different types of analytics. We have skill paths if you're interested in um, going the data science route, cybersecurity courses that uh, involve the SQL language. Um, so yeah, we have, we have a pretty robust catalog when it comes to SQL for sure. Excellent. But we're delighted to be the first NoSQL course that you have, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> perfect, perfect. No, that, that's great. Now, MongoDB supports a lot of languages, but that doesn't necessarily matter in this instance, David, right? So because everything that you do in this course is using Mongosh or the MongoDB shell. Correct, yeah. So when we thought about, you know, how to approach building this course, we, we do a lot of sessions where we're thinking about like, you know, what are the prerequisites? What are our learners? Mm -hmm. We really wanted to make it extremely beginner friendly. So you don't need to know any specific programming language. I mean, we do cover a little bit on JSON, which is a common data type or, or structure. I'm not, I, I don't remember the exact classification of it. So it helps to know like little bits, but we made sure that in those kind of beginning parts of the course, as Melanie mentioned, we're covering the basics, right? We're talking okay. about what a database is, what is NoSQL, what are the differences. You'll kind of get a really good overview of all of that prerequisite knowledge early on so that when you actually jump into using Mongosh, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything that's, you know, super surprising. And you don't need to know JavaScript or Ruby mm -hmm. or anything like that. You can kind of just jump in without that kind of programming knowledge, I would say. Okay. And for those who don't know, aren't aware of the, the MongoDB shell, and you can just search for Mongosh and you'll see that we have a downloads page for that, or you can install it via essentially Homebrew or any of the other kind of NPN install, this installer tools that are out there as well. So 
that's great. So it's not necessarily banded by what language or what sort of a developer that I am. So I can jump on the Learn MongoDB course. How long would it take me, do you reckon, as a developer to go through the course? That's a great question that we always have struggle identifying <laughs> how long it takes people. You know, ultimately, it's a hard question to answer because... You know, if I'm taking, you know, one hour out of my day, it's probably going to take me longer than someone that's doing like five dedicated hours uh, to, to complete the course. So and, and that's kind of the benefit of Codecademy is that it's learn at your own pace. Right. So if for some reason you have some time after work, you know, I know everyone's busy and has, you know, probably a full, maybe a full time job or even a part time job. You can dedicate an hour of your time to go through the course at your own pace. Or if you have a bit more free time, maybe on a weekend or you're taking some vacation time to learn a new skill, you could probably finish the course in one day if you really wanted to. Although we haven't heard of stories of, you know, like that, um, it would probably be a lot. I would say maybe roughly like 30 to 50 hours, but it's always hard to kind of estimate. But the main thing I would want learners to know is you can go at your own pace. There's no right way. You know, there, nobody's competing here like take your mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. actually understand the content explore the content that's really the most important part okay and as melanie as you said it's broken down i think into five lessons so you know that are you know essentially i can drop in and drop out obviously my progress is retrained in code academy so i can pick up where i left off right yeah, totally. For sure. Basically, exactly what David said, you know, you can, we don't want you to take a week off, but it, or, you know, however, however long you need to kind of like pause, you know, um, it, I definitely think trying to stay relatively consistent will help you absorb the material better. Um, but if you kind of like it, it works with whatever your schedule is. So yeah, and we always track your progress. And I'm assuming, obviously, like most online, there's there's quizzes or, you know, essentially projects. Is there an exam? How, you know, how do I test myself if I'm doing this course and I'm learning through these five lessons? Yeah, absolutely. The, the way that we break down our content is you typically have a module which te teaches like some topics. So we have mm -hmm. a module called CRUD 1, which uh, you're learning all the operations related to reading you know, data from a MongoDB database. And typically in a module, the structure that we follow is you'll learn some new content in a lesson. Now in a lesson, if you visit the Codecademy platform, you'll notice that it's very text heavy. So you'll be reading mm -hmm. text on the left-hand side. And then when you're done reading some content, learning about, you know, some operation, we have these things called checkpoints to kind of test whether you actually understood you know, what you learn. So you can't scroll too quickly through the content and exactly, you have those exact points. Exactly. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of stop you from moving on. Obvi there are options to kind of get the solution code if you're stuck, obviously, but we want to make sure as you're cons right after that you're, you've consumed the content, you actually understood what you consumed. And so in a lesson, we are doing those kind of checks for, un for your understanding. And then after that, we typically have a quiz, which will be mm -hmm. an assortment of questions from the entire lesson. So probably in a lesson, you've learned multiple methods or multiple operations on how you work with a, a MongoDB database. And then we'll kind of ask you a variety of questions in a kind of pre-bundled quiz. And after that, we have probably the what most learners say is the most fun part of our platform, which is project. Oh, great, great. Projects, they, they are less... I would say handholdy um, in the sense that mm -hmm. we, we'll provide you instruction, but we won't necessarily give you the answer or we won't necessarily give you too much information. It's very much, here's a project, here's some tasks that you need to do, 
actually apply the knowledge that you learn. So we're essentially to summarize, a learner would learn the content, we would check for their understanding, and then they would apply it to an actual use case via project. Okay, so that's where their use of Mongosh and the MongoDB shell mm-hmm. comes in. And obviously, they need a MongoDB account on the back end of that. And for those that are listening, obviously, you can set up your account on MongoDB for free. Uh, you, we have a number of tiers, but you can do an awful lot on what's called our M0 tier, our free cluster, to build any of these projects. I would. And is there one project throughout, or is there different projects for each lesson? There are different projects for each module. So for the first one, you're learning all the, you know, create operations. You'll do the lesson quiz and there's a project specifically about that topic. And then as you go through there, I think we have about three, three or four projects, I believe. It should be, I think, three projects. Yeah, Three projects. Yeah. So at the end of this course, you're going to walk away with multiple projects in, we can say, a portfolio, although it's a bit harder to visualize since we're doing sure. it in the terminal via Mongosh. But you will actually apply your skills and have a lot of actual application under your belt. Okay. Okay. And is there a certification at the end? If I go through and do all the quizzes and all the projects, what happens at the end for me as a learner? Yeah, so there is no certifications, but you do get a um, certificate. So anyone who completes our courses on Codecademy gets a a certificate. If you've been in the industry for a while, you maybe have been on LinkedIn and you've seen like, you know, certificates for LinkedIn Learning or, Mm -hmm. you know, other, you know, Coursera or something like that. But basically, we'll give you a digital certificate that says your name, you've completed this course. And it's kind of our stamp of approval saying, you basically completed that everything that you needed in this course, and you should be good to go on any of the okay. fundamentals for MongoDB. And then if you want to continue getting certified, I guess, MongoDB offers their certification, which you could probably tell us more about. <laughs> well, that's a nice segue, I suppose. Look, <laughs> we, we do have certification and you know we have the MongoDB University, um, which you can just search for MongoDB University and find all the courses that we have there. But they are different than Codecademy. We, we do video-based instructor-led training, so it's, it's very different. So I suppose, Melanie, going back to the initial framing of, of this partnership, you know, how is it different and how do you set about doing different things differently than we do in MongoDB University? Yeah, so kind of like you mentioned, it seems like MongoDB University's courses are largely video based. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we kind of take a different approach where we uh, have most of our lessons, I'm sorry, are um, primarily text based. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we will give you kind of like brief um, sort of introduction into the topic. We'll go through, you know, what the topic is, maybe how it works why, when and why you might want to use it, and then also walk through any important syntax or whatever, um, and also just kind of cover the the, con- the basic concepts that need to, that you would need to grasp in order to kind of move on to the next thing. And then kind of like David mentioned, um, we do checkpoints in every lesson. So after kind of like going through the material, we give you an opportunity to immediately apply it. Um, And we give you sort of these guided checkpoints. So you have an opportunity to complete the checkpoints on your own. um, But then we also give you hints. And if you really need it, we give you an opportunity to check out the solution code for that. So our content, I guess, is a bit more, at least as you're going through the lessons, a bit more handholdy and guided. So we just want to kind of, we don't want to like throw you to the wolves and like 
let you figure it out on your own. We mm -hmm. want to kind of like guide you through the material. And then I would say the other major differences are, um, I know that MongoDB University offers quizzes. We also offer quizzes. I think our quizzes are a little bit longer and okay. a bit more, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to say detailed, but I know that our quizzes <laughs> are just like, <laughs> I know that our quizzes are um, generally just longer. And I, the idea behind that is that when we create a lesson, we set out we lay out, I should say, specific concepts that we want learners to be able to take mm -hmm. away. And we detail all of that um, as we are creating the lesson. And so the quizzes kind of like, I guess, are thorough in the sense that they will make sure that the learner has an opportunity to test their knowledge on the specific concepts that we want learners to take away from that lesson. And so a quiz could be anywhere from you know, eight to 12 questions, maybe even a mm -hmm. little bit longer. Um, but we just want to make sure that you have a, a grasp on like the, the main concepts. Um, and then I would say probably the biggest difference between um, our platform and MongoDB University is I would say the projects. So we, again, like David mentioned, give you an opportunity to really apply everything that you've learned mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. these projects. Um, and I think that they can be really fun. And so, yeah, I would say those are probably like the, the main kind of key differences that I would identify. Sure, David. And, and well, to me, it sounds incredibly complementary to what we do in MongoDB University as well, too. And I suppose going back to what you were saying at the very beginning, David, about developers learning paths, if I'm already learning another language on Codecademy and, you know, my MongoDB learning is alongside that as well, too, I'm assuming that that, you know, that builds up my portfolio of skills, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we recognize that in, you know, the developer landscape, you need to know as much as possible, typically, you know, especially if you're applying for a job, the more languages and the more technologies you're familiar with, the higher chance you, you will have when it comes to that interview stage, you know, when someone asks you about MongoDB, if you've never done anything with MongoDB, but they use it in their tech stack, it's probably beneficial that you know at least some some core mm -hmm. concepts about it. And yeah, I, I would, in terms of like MongoDB University and us, I also see it very much as, as complementary. I think mm -hmm. if you like more video-based stuff, like MongoDB University is going to be great for you. You know, I think everyone has their own personal learning preferences, you know, if you like videos or if you like text-based narratives, I think they are very complementary. If someone's trying to learn MongoDB, take both. I think that's mm -hmm. that's a really good. You'll have a very solid foundation for MongoDB if you end up taking both. Excellent. And I suppose we're we're very used as developers learning online, um, and you know it very much suits some people. Some people are very personally motivated, and you know they're they're very disciplined to do that. But if I feel isolated and I'm getting stuck in that project, as you say, for example, is there forums, is there a community in Codecademy where I can ask questions or discuss with potentially other people who are also going through the same course? Yeah, totally. We definitely do have a community. Um, we have our Codecademy forums, and I think it's a pretty strong community. A lot of learners will use it to they're having, if they're struggling with a lesson or a project even, because the projects tend to be a little bit less guided. Um, so if you have any issues, you mm -hmm. can definitely like post in the forum. Um, occasionally, some of the content contributors will even jump in and be able to 
you know, help you walk through an issue. Um, but definitely there are, you know, like David said, we have millions of learners and a lot of them are using those forums. So I think it's very much a community in a space where if you're having a problem, somebody else has likely gone through that same problem mm-hmm. or has related experience and would be more than happy to to jump in. So yeah, I think definitely making use of the forums is a great way to build community, to build connections. And then I would also say um, if you're if you really feel like you're getting stuck and maybe the forums aren't, I would say in addition to the forums, if you feel like you're getting mm-hmm. stuck, one of the things that we offer is a bug reporting system. So if you're okay. in a course and you just cannot f- seem to figure it out, you can leave a report for a bug and either the content creators who made the content will check it out. Or we also have curriculum quality team that goes in and regularly checks out these bug reports and addresses them um, and can kind of like resolve the issue for you. You might not get, I guess, a response from the bug report, but if you check back in a couple of days, uh, that bug should hopefully be resolved. So, yeah. Good. I'm assuming it's all gone through your testers and our testers as well, too. So hopefully when you launch, uh, not too many bugs, right? (laughs) Ideally, yeah. <laughs> but just in case, you know, just in case, um, sometimes it's people might catch like a small typo or something like that. And so it's always nice to have extra eyes. And, and um, we appreciate that feedback, too. And I, I wanted to make a, a quick plug for our very fast growing Discord community. So if you're familiar with Discord, mm. we have a really large community on Discord where people are constantly posting in channels um, and threads about the courses they're taking. That's also a really great resource if you're looking to connect with learners all around the world. Yeah, and that's really good to hear because I think, you know, kind of it's it's more chatty, it's more conversational in a Discord community than posting a question in a forum and waiting for a response to your topic, right. etc. So, and, and I think people particularly learning but and are only too happy to help other people out. I'm not saying they give the answers or <laughs> or do the work, but uh, I think point them in the right direction is certainly a good way to do that. So this is the Learn MongoDB course. Are there plans to do more MongoDB courses in the future with Codecademy? Um, I think that anything is possible. We don't have any immediate plans at the moment to to offer more courses. I think we just kind of wanted to release this and get a feel for what learners think, how they feel about the course, how they're using it, and also get an idea from learners after taking this course, what kind of next steps they would like to see um, or what kind of additional material they would like to see. And so I guess the short answer to that is that there are no immediate plans, but I think that we are certainly open to it. And I think that we would love to to be able to introduce more content in the future. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's walk before we run, right? Let's let's get yeah. this course out there. So speaking of that, this podcast is being recorded, not quite sure of the exact publication date, but when are you releasing the Learn MongoDB course? What date? Yeah, so uh, the official release will be September 6th. So if you're listening to this before September 6th, you can still access it. Um, We actually have it in our beta catalog. So if you go to the Codecademy website, scroll all the way down to the bottom, um, there is a section for beta content and you can find it there if you're just super eager to take it and you can't wait. Um, But if you are listening to this after September 6th, it will be released into our main catalog on that date. 
Excellent. And I snuck into that beta listing and started it. I haven't completed it. I've certainly enjoyed the couple of lessons I've done so far. I think I'm about 25% of the way through. I should have started earlier, uh, perhaps, (laughs) or had less to do maybe uh, as well in the day job. So uh, yes, so September 6th, proper launch. You go searching Codecademy for MongoDB. It's the only course that's there. We're the only NoSQL database course that's there. Jump on it and get started. And it is free, correct? Let's tell the world again that it's free to get started (laughs) on that, right? Yes, absolutely. All of the content, all of the lessons, quizzes, projects, all free. Okay. And it's only when you want to, I think, David, as you said at the beginning, go back and have those learning plans and other resorts. You, you, you pay monthly for, for extra features on Codecademy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we release typically a lot of our introductory content uh, for free. But if you want some of that more advanced content, typically that falls under our paid memberships. Okay. And I must certainly, I mean, from what I've gone through, you know, I I love the text format of it. I'm so used to jumping onto YouTube and other places to try and learn things. And I end up scrubbing forward and back on the videos, trying to go over what people had said or, or looking for a transcript of the video as well, too. So I think the fact that it's text-based, you know, will really, really appeal to a lot of learners, particularly as they go through the lessons that I did were the basics. And it was really interesting and really clear how you set out the differences between the types of database and the the pros and cons and the advantages of when you might use one over the other. You know, it is a learn MongoDB course, but it's not biased even at the start. You know, it, it's it's doing the pros and cons, right? Yeah, definitely. We, we wanted to make sure that we obviously were a little biased because we built the course, but <laughs> we obviously understand that there, there are a lot of database technologies and we want you to know that the differences up front We think MongoDB is great. We think it's going to be great for a lot of use cases. That doesn't mean it's always going to be the best choice, especially if you maybe are joining a job that's traditionally been using a a Postgres database or something, you know, using SQL. But don't worry, we got courses for those as well. (laughs) Of course, of course. And and, and look, and that's it. It's the the key thing to get across and which you do get across certainly at the beginning is it's important to learn how to use the appropriate database for the task at hand. You know, if it's for reliability and scalability, you're looking for it, of course, we're going to put that tick mark beside MongoDB. But, you know, in other areas, it might be something different that that you're certainly looking for. I know for a fact that the subject matter experts you worked with at MongoDB and our academia team and our product team really enjoyed working with you all on this as well, too. So I do hope that we have a learn more MongoDB course uh, once we launch this one <laughs> and this one works well. So, so just to wrap up, uh, Melanie, David, it's been a pleasure to talk to you both. So David, do you want to just do a plug once more? Where can we get the course? When is it out? And you know, how do I sign up? Yep. So you could find our course, Learn MongoDB, on September 6th, around 4 p.m.-ish is when we're launching it, codecademy.com. No A in the name, although everyone kind of get, gets that part wrong. Um, yeah, I fell into Academy. that pit hole as well, I think, <laughs> yeah. on the original invites for our, our, our various chats on this. I do apologize. <laughs> so yeah, September 6th, 4 p.m. approximately, you'll be able to find on the site, sign up for a free account. If you're interested in some of our kind of more advanced courses and some of our uh, more niche features and even like changing careers, check out our pro and 
pro light subscriptions, but we hope you enjoy the, the Learn MongoDB course. We had a ton of fun building it, working with the MongoDB team. It was a blast, and we're hoping that you enjoy it. Excellent. And, and we're super delighted to be your first NoSQL database course as well, too. So we do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Melanie, David, it's been a pleasure talking to you both. I look forward to maybe talking to you again in the future when we realize how uh, learners have gone through the course and what lessons have learned. And, and we talk a little bit more about what's next for Codecademy. So thank you very much, both. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks so much to Melanie and David for joining us today. It's great to partner with leading third-party providers of developer educational experiences like Codecademy. Thank you for joining us too on the podcast. As always, if you do like the podcast, please comment and rate it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And for me, Shane McAllister, thank you and have a good day.